Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. Hello, I'm Ros Russell, the editor of the Evening Standards Vaccine for the World project. Over the next week, we're taking over the Tech and Science Daily to bring you the people behind the scenes tackling COVID-19. Let's start with how the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine was made, told to us by one of the people behind its creation. I'm Associate Professor Teresa Lam. I'm based at the University of Oxford. I oversaw the preclinical work um, that is needed before we started the clinical work. And then my role in the clinical trials was to make sure that the assays or the tests to look at the immune responses of our volunteers were set up and were um, completed to the right level. I was doing my job. This is what I do. I make vaccines against horrible viruses that would keep you awake at night. Good afternoon, everybody. And, uh, thank the you UK much. went into lockdown in March 2020, but scientists had already began working on a vaccine months before, in January. I've got to be clear, we've all got to be clear, this is the worst public health crisis for a generation. Professor Lamb, is it true you designed the vaccine on a Friday night? Now, I have to admit that the information, this small... Basically, the recipe or the coding sequence that I needed arrived in what I call as a Friday night, but that's because I was still up past midnight. So it was really Saturday morning the information came in. Um, got up, started designing the vaccine with a colleague. Um, we pretty much decided on what we were going to do, which part we were going to target over that Saturday. And then on the Sunday, more information came in, different coding sequence, different recipes for the spike. So we had to choose one and I just picked one. And then we had the information we needed to start making or order the ingredients we needed to make our vaccine on the Monday. How does one even begin to design a vaccine? So when you've got a vaccine, your first stages, once you've designed it, is to test it preclinically in animals to make okay. sure that you're getting the right immune response. So this, the ones that you start with are um, mice and then you progress to different animals. So when did you start vaccinating volunteers with the trial vaccine? So in April, we vaccinated our first individuals. And when you're doing this, you start small. So we actually vaccinated two volunteers, one with our test vaccine, the Chadox 1N COVID-19, and one with a placebo. And really what we're trying to test is, would there be less cases with our vaccine compared to the placebo? And then through April, May, June, July, the kind of summer months, 
um, I was overseeing measuring the immune response in those individuals, looking to see if they were getting antibodies or T cells. You can think about antibodies as being the first line of defense and especially neutralizing antibodies. They're the ones that clamp onto the virus, stop it getting in. And T cells are like the second line of defense. So they will recognize when the virus has got into your body, into the cells, and they'll kill those cells. And that means you get a less severe disease. So really what we wanted to do was test them if our volunteers were getting antibodies, neutralizing antibodies and T cells. And at this point, did you have any indication of whether it was working? We were blinded. Um, so what that means in English is we would we get a number and that represents a volunteer and you get samples from that volunteer. And we don't know whether that volunteer has had the placebo or whether they've had our vaccine. So when we're doing our assays and we're looking to measure antibodies and T cells, we don't know whether it's from an individual who has had our vaccine and we're seeing a vaccine induced response or it's from an individual who's had the placebo and has been exposed. So we got all, we're blinded. We don't know what we're, what the people have had. Um, I knew I could probably design a vaccine that would induce an immune response in an animal and hopefully in a human because I've done that before. But we didn't know what level of an immune response we needed to protect people. So even though we saw these results and they were really encouraging, we still didn't know if we got there. We didn't know if this was enough and we needed the late stage trials and the efficacy readout to really tell us whether what we'd done was enough. Let's go to the ads. Stay there and we'll be back with Professor Lamb in just a minute. Why not hit follow in the meantime? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. On November 9th, Professor Sir John Bell gave us a glimmer of hope on BBC Radio 4. When you look at the immunological responses you get from the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine and the ones from the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine and indeed even the Moderna vaccine, they all look about the same. So I'm optimistic that that probably reflects um, similar levels of... uh, of efficacy. So do you think we could have more than one vaccine being rolled out in the UK before the end of the year? Yeah, or early in the new year. Yeah, so it's it's very close. Could you tell us about the efficacy reader then? That seems to be the big day when you really knew that you had it. 
Yes, that was definitely one of the biggest days. We had to ship thousands upon thousands upon, it seemed, never-ending samples. And some of those samples that we got for these tests to allow us to look at the efficacy, we had to pull off sticky labels, put new sticky labels on, put them into different tubes, and it just was relentless. It just never seemed to stop. So Marin started with a really nice PowerPoint and bringing me through all the results, and I just had to stop her because I just wanted to know if it worked or not. And she said it did, and then it's pretty much um, it's kind of every emotion that you'd expect. Happiness, pride, tiredness. I mean, I signed up uh, to do the trial back in April. You know, they haven't told us anything. We as volunteers don't get any special information or anything like that. And so I've just sort of been, you know, reading stuff in the papers and seeing what's what and sort of following it along with everyone else. They have summited the mountain and kind of done it and got exactly the results. And like, you know, it does feel a bit like, you know, I was supporting a team and it was good to watch other teams win and score. But now, like, my team has won. So, I'm yeah, I'm very happy about that. That was... Vaccine trial volunteer Jack Summers. When you were training as a scientist, did you expect to be serving society in this way? I am hugely proud of the team and hugely proud of how all these people around the world came together to work to to deliver this vaccine and the other vaccines. And actually, without that collaboration, cooperation, and almost familial kind of getting together, we wouldn't be where we are. And also without the volunteers, because without the volunteers coming forward and rolling up their sleeves, um, we wouldn't have any vaccines. So there's an immense amount of pride and gratitude, pride for the team and of the team and gratitude to the volunteers. But for me, I'm just doing my day job to an extent. I don't think about the bigger picture because it gets a bit overwhelming. That was Theresa Lamb from the University of Oxford. Tomorrow, in our continuing special series, we're talking to Professor Sam Bissot from the Centre for Vaccine Development in Mali. In Africa, in some African setting, in my own country, today we have less than 2%, 2% of the population vaccinated, or even one doses when he's talking about vaccine with one doses. So it means we are so poorly vaccinated. And already some people are talking about the first doses in settings like that, like that because they are hearing that in, in rich countries, people are going to our three doses. We should do all we can to at least give a dose. Join us tomorrow from 1pm. And in the meantime, take a look at Vaccine for the World on standard.co.uk, where you'll find more stories of how the world is tackling COVID-19. Look for it under the Optimist section. I'm Ros Russell. See you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 